with Jesus Rodriguez, two weeks to 29 is the short film play at the LA LGBTQ plus film festival. It's uh, 27 minutes, sexually charged relationships. It's all about these two characters, uh, kind of really one location. Jesus, uh, really interesting film, great film. Uh, is this based on anything personal for you? I just have to ask that right away. Yeah, no, 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 it's not. It is no. not. Uh, no, I, no, I'm normally the younger in in my relationships. <laughs> I'm married to a to a slightly older man, but if, the reason I wanted to do it and the story that I'm telling is because I wanted to find a vehicle to to show gay sex as the most normal thing possible. My intention was to normalize. Okay. gay sex which I always felt that it was a little always considered a little taboo and and and, and I grew up in, in Venezuela um, under the impression that gay sex was a horrible scene and that should, ne never should be done or seen or talked about yeah. so I was like you know what I need to do something so loud and so out there about that that will be an excuse to talk about other themes like loneliness and 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 trust and deception that are also very interesting to me. Dynamics in a relationship. So you've made you've made other like you've had a pretty good career, a pretty outstanding career so far. So you've made a film about like a gay couple like this before in the past. Like this one, no. I had gay characters in my films before, but the gay scenes were, the sex scenes were always very um, discreet and, and definitely not as an important statement like I wanted to do in this, this one. I, every project that I, that I try to do, I always come from these, I don't know why, this idea that I need to, I, I need to, do an experiment. I always, my creative uh, exercises are always an experiment. How far can I push an idea or, or a theme or, or a concept? My feature film is uh, Sunset Junction, for instance, was all about how, how good can I make a musical with no money? Musicals are very, very expensive. Yeah. And I, my budget was like $15,000 or less, including, including the money that I spent buying the actual computer to be able to download the film as we recorded it. And the experiment was that. It was a, a creative exercise trying to push the limits of creativity with no money in, using a musical because it was a, the most challenging because you could do a, a small drama with three characters in a room for very little money, but creating a, a film with music, music numbers and original music for that money was a challenge. And that's why I did it. So the, what was the challenge for this film? I know because we also got to admit that you say that you, you were the lead actor of this film as well. Yes. In this case, we're a couple of things. Uh, definitely pushing the visuals in, in having two men having sex for me was a, 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 a emotional challenge and a creative exercise that I wanted to, that I wanted to do. Uh, and I wanted to do it almost like I, I approach the scenes almost like an like a, um, action sequence. I did yeah. extensive uh, storyboarding. I, I knew exactly where to put the camera. For me, it was all about coverage. And they, they were incredibly technical when we shot it. 
And for me, I had to be incredibly well prepared in those terms to be able to act. The other challenge was to create a film with, with only two characters, with only two actors, actually only one actor and me, because of the, the limited resources that we had. This was right when the pandemic was about to start. The pandemic was already coming. It, it, we knew that it was happening in, in, in Asia. So yeah. we knew that it was coming soon. So we had to rush it and, and to do it really quick. And it was only one location and only one character, one other character, because that made it possible. And also, I, as an actor, I love acting. As an actor, I wanted to do something that pushed me out of my comfort zone. And the sex scenes and the nudity was also completely new for me and, and, and challenging and weird and scary. And that's why I wanted to do it. So yeah, so basically, there's there's a lot of challenges to this film then, and then so you're doing like to describe your the, the sex scenes as action scenes because everything has to be storyboarded out, but also you're not looking, you can't look at the monitor for obvious reasons, so you have to have a lot of trust in your cinematographer that you're getting the shot, correct? Correct. Yes, and that's why the storyboards were so important because he knew exactly what I had in mind, and I had a a, a very very very. Uh, close relationship with my director of photography. My DP has worked with me for many years. I've known him for more than 20 years. He's a very dear friend. And once I told him about them, how push I wanted to, to push the envelope for, for the two of us, he's a straight man. And, and, and me as a gay man that we, 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 we're friends. When I told him how far I wanted to push the limits in terms of the coverage of, of the sex scenes, he, he took it also as a challenge, as a creative challenge. And he was like, yeah, let's do it and let's make sure it looks gorgeous. And so the use of the lighting, the, the framing, and then the work of the editor that did such an amazing job was also extraordinary. I want to mention that my cinematographer, my editor, and my sound guy were all straight men. Uh, only my art director, uh, my production designer is gay, who is my husband, but everybody else was uh, straight. Even the, the, my actor, Luis, uh, identified himself as a straight, so... It was like, well, why, okay, why is that? So there's, there's perspective. It's like, is that? Because it was the people that I had around to do it because it, okay. and the resources were so limited. And, and because I've been doing a directing and, and doing projects for so many years that have nothing to do with my gay identity mm -hmm. that my collaborators are not necessarily gay. And for me, it, because I want to normalize gay sex, yeah. having straight people around for them to be exposed uh, to that was part of the process. Even my my audio guy, who is this this incredibly loving, uh, open minded guy, when we did the scene in the in the kitchen, he the first shot he was like, "Oh, okay, this is way more intense than I was expecting," and that's exactly the type of experiences that I wanted to the, the audience to have, to, 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 to be exposed to things that for gay men are completely normal. Yeah. And, I, and I, this is a jump on you. I, it's also really about the, the, one of the themes is about the beauty of the male body too, right? Like, yes, yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and feeling comfortable yeah. with celebrating the, the male body. Absolutely. Yes. And, and not being ashamed or, 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 um, excusing ourselves from celebrating that beauty. I think that cinema and media 
for too long have done a very beautiful job celebrating the female body. <laughs> it's time for us to also celebrate the, the male body at all ages and all shapes. You know what I mean? It's not just one shape. I mean, of course, Luis is ridiculously fit. Uh, the other actor, I'm not, and I wasn't, especially back then. But it's not about it's not about one specific um, ideal yeah. of beauty in male body. Is about being open to celebrate it, regardless of shape or age. Yeah, well, yeah, and like I said, your bodies, well, you're, well, you're different ages, you're different generations, and you're. Right. But he, like, he's a, he could tell that he lifts lifts the weights, and you're more of a, you know, you're more of a cardio guy. I guess that's the way to put it, right? That's a good way to put it. That's what I, I, I it's funny because after um, I was I was very careful on the angles that I showed myself. Sure. I looked better on camera than I was in person. I lost 20, almost 30 pounds after I did the film. And now, now I'm in a decent shape. Back then, it's all about camera angles. Yeah. <laughs> well, talk about fear. You're talking about being a challenge. Like you're you're directing a film, like in your head, you're basically nude half the time, right? While you're directing yes. the film. It, and it was it was fascinating because the first five minutes of me being naked on the set were completely bizarre and weird and, and and I felt so incredibly vulnerable. After five minutes, I completely forgot about it. And I was like, it made no difference for me in the way I interacted with, with, with the rest of the set. After five minutes, you get so, and that was something that I discovered by doing it. I've never been nude in, in public ever. Yeah. And after five minutes, when the right circumstances are, in place, it becomes the most normal thing possible. And as I mentioned, it was so technical. We were so incredibly preoccupied by the coverage, by making sure that we were getting what we needed, that nudity became incredibly non-relevant. Very, it, very, yeah, very it, it normal. You normalize it, you even normalize it in the film, right? Like, I just want to yeah. talk to you about your, uh, the, your lighting design, because in the beginning you have some candles, which I know you probably manipulated, but basically, but it's sort of like, it, like it's really interesting. And then you have like the stained glass um, mirror, kind of like the stained glass window shot when they're, they're communicating. It's such interesting way that you like, so what was your relationship? Did your, did your cinematographer come up with ideas for you? Or like, did you have like, what was your vision in terms of like the, the lighting design? The conversation with my DP was always trying to find beauty in the most normal um, elements around us. The location was my house and the lighting that Richard uh, accomplished during the shooting was enhancing things that are normally exist in my house. So he uh, enhanced the, the, the light from the window to create these beautiful um, um, silhouettes mm -hmm. and these flares are absolutely beautiful. We added some flares in post to enhance that. The, the stained glass window that we have is something that we found in a in a in a vintage in a no in a in one of those uh, architectural reclaim yeah uh, places that we found in, in Pasadena we got this uh, stained glass and we hang it in this window and uh, Richard lit, lit it from behind to make it incredibly um, um, strong, very strong, but we use minimal lighting equipment, very, very little. And it was only about enhancing things that we, beauty that we found already in, in our environment. Yeah. Also, there's something that I don't know if it was conscious for you or it was something that I noticed 
is that your character it's obviously told for your, your from your character's point of view but the your your uh, the other person he's never out inside so your character you see yourself jogging you see yourself driving the car it's like he's always like secluded inside the home like we so we don't see a kind of a different perspective of him is that done on purpose yes absolutely absolutely because it was important for us for the twist at the end to work to yeah. keep him in a, as a as almost as a mystery it almost feels at one point that it's only happening in his mind that's that's sort of what yeah okay okay yes so that was <laughs> on purpose absolutely absolutely yeah because it's all like yeah because even the way you shot it too everything because kind of from your point of view i guess I, that was that was done intentionally i'm, I'm assuming yes and and that's the way uh, i'm uh, from this point of view of the storyteller that's the way i'm dealing with his own sense of loneliness and and identity you know yeah. what i mean he's so um uh, vulnerable and so fragile in terms of his emotional uh, maturity even even at his age at 51 or precisely because of his age he feels so vulnerable and so out of control he cannot control what is happening in that relationship and that's something that i'm fascinated fascinated about uh, human relationships. We always try to, uh, to have a sense of, of, of understanding or control of what is happening. And by definition, we never, we never have that control because we cannot control what the other person is feeling or going through. Yeah, exactly. So tell me about your co-star. Where did you find him? You, uh... Yes, I met Luis when I was shooting another short film as an actor. I was just uh, invited to act in this short that was uh, produced a, a year, no, like six months earlier. Um, we, I saw how the energy that he brought to the scenes and how the camera registered him and how fearless and how um, um, hungry he was um, of new experiences and 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 how how brave he was presenting himself in terms of taking risks. So we're like, do you want a risk? I can I can I can present a risk for you. And he immediately wanted to do it. He felt that it was a really good challenge for him as an actor, especially when we shot it right right at the beginning of the pandemic. And he helped me. He developed his character and some of the most intense scenes with the dialogue was a collaboration between the two of us. So he was very, very, very involved. And it's one of the things that because he's so intimate and so the, the trust has to be so yeah. real that the development, he was very involved from the beginning because I, I was, it, the short wouldn't have happened if he, he didn't have complete and absolute trust in the process you know what i mean well yeah if the film doesn't work right like you're right. it's about your relationship right yeah 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 so he felt he felt very comfortable he 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 loved the challenge and i'm very proud of him yeah speaking of challenges you like your film kind of starts one way and kind of like you know journeys into a different direction almost a different tone different genre i guess yes. right <laughs> i don't want to yes. give too much away it's just that it's just like it's pretty were you worried about the tone shift in the film I was, I I was, I was, I was uh, not worried, but I I knew that that was that the film would work only if the tone was achieved. So mm -hmm. the conversations with my editor 
and and the communication and the process during that during post was so incredibly important to find and my editor by the way helped me designing the sound design of the of the film creating those atmospheres that were so 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 important because ultimately we wanted to create a film about atmospheres it, it, it starts like one thing it starts like a like a romantic sex comedy yeah. between two guys but it yeah. developed into something way more interesting engaging and darker than yeah. that and it was all about creating the right atmospheres so I knew that that's what I wanted to do from the beginning and I knew that I needed a very strong editor to achieve that and and Otto did an amazing job yeah it's in a weird way this film reminded me of did you ever see Parasite the the Korean film yes where it kind of starts as a comedy and then it just like shifts into this really kind of dark tone and they get well, away with it that's the best compliment I could never get. Thank you. Being <laughs> just it's, compared to that is an amazing. It's really difficult thing. to do, right? Like it's yeah. like people don't understand. Like you're having kudos to your editor, as you said, because it's like it's not easy. It's not an easy thing. It is not. It is not. And and the editing and the sound design made it possible. And it was a beautiful, beautiful learning experience and and a creative exercise for us to to navigate those waters and make it work so thank you for appreciating it thank you so speaking of that we we send you the our audience's uh, fee, uh our, our reaction to your film and the feedback video what did you think about that video oh i loved it i absolutely love it and i actually need to send my confirmation that i really want the little reel edited because i want to to use it on my social media yes. someone said there something that i found so incredibly clever one of those things that you have in the back of your mind that you hope that people are going to get and she totally got it which was this idea of the the incredibly honest and candid conversation that happened only after sex and that's something that happens in my film my film is a combination this sounds almost like a promotion for the film but it's actually the reality of the film every scene it starts with a very intense sex scene, mm. but the really important thing is what happens afterwards. The, those very, very intimate, candid conversations that happen when people are uh, with all their barriers down yeah. after sex. You know what I mean? We we achieve a level of of intimacy after sex yeah. that that is very unique, and I wanted to explore that. Sometimes it works. Well, it works that way a lot, right? That's where the true intimacy comes after the sex, in an ironic tone, right? Yes, it yes. happens in life all the time, right? We're correct. Yeah. You it. Yeah. Thank so, you. okay, so we're. I'm just curious because you were t- you referenced your uh, your feature, uh, the, the 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 musical. Where is anywhere we can see that movie now? Is it, is it playing anywhere? Or? It's supposed to be. I think it's still on uh, on iTunes when okay. you, uh, on on Apple movies. Yeah, Sunset okay. Junction. Yes. Yeah, because it, it seems like a pretty. It's done well for you. You've, you've had a pretty interesting career. You got some Sundance. You've been in Sundance, right? For yes, yes. So- I, I I wanted to only direct, but uh, but I haven't cracked the code yet to only direct. And marketing has been incredibly generous to me. So if, if directing, I have done a lot of directing in terms of commercials. Yeah, I have yeah. more than a hundred commercials. I mean, in that sense, I have directed and I have been so blessed by the, the opportunity of, of directing people that go from Erika Badu to, 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 I don't know, Cameron Diaz in some promotional stuff for BET. Yeah. I mean, I have been exposed to 
really, really, really amazing talent. But as a filmmaker, my films still feel incredibly independent and small because I haven't been able to crack the, the, the code in just directing personal films. So I'm still working on that. Hey, it's not <laughs> easy, right? It's like because you just said the keyword personal films. It's yes. like not non-commercial. It, it can be commercial, just in the right hand. Someone you need to know to sell it, right? But exactly, yeah. exactly. I see Which is mean. one of the the other intention. To be completely honest with you, the other intention that I had with this film is to yes, it's is is very risque and it has a lot of um, gay intimacy. But I wanted to prove to to those that see it that I can very efficiently tell a story as a director. So hopefully the intention was also in being exposed to, to people in the industry that will hopefully give me bigger opportunities because I'm proving myself that I'm very good at telling stories, creating atmospheres. Yeah. Covering scenes and creating very, very engaging, dramatic scenes. Yeah, you probably. Are you, are you working on something now? No, right now I am not. Uh, Luis and I had this conversation about the possibility of, cre of creating a prequel and a sequel to this to create like a three act um, story. So what happens in our, in, in our imagination, what we're thinking about right now is like, what happened in that party where they met? Yeah. That could be a really, really interesting 27 minutes uh, film. And what happened afterwards with the relationship between, between uh, Ricardo uh, and the wife and remembering Luis from the wife's point of view to, yeah. to expand, well, Luis is the name of the actor, Paulo is the character, yeah. to, in, to um, go deeper into Paulo's um, story, you know? Cool. Well, congratulations on this film. We're very honored to show it at our festival, and it's fantastic. And I appreciate you uh, giving some insights about how the how the how the process worked. My pleasure. This is really fun. I love talking about this with someone that gets it. So thank you, thank you, thank you. One, two, three, four, five, six.